Welcome to the Tim Weichselbaum Show. This is episode 15, and I am coming to you from the great state of Texas. That's what people say for some reason. That's how they say, that's how they introduce their fucking state. I appreciate your listenership. This is episode 15, which means not, doesn't mean anything. Who cares about that? This is the beginning of the episode where I do a bunch of housework. I have to give people a thank you for listening to this because I don't really interact with uh, my outside listeners. I don't read comments like I read, like I, I'm sorry, I, I just don't care. I appreciate it when when people like say something nice about me, like you know. But I already I already know, I already know that I'm talented. So either give me tits or get the fuck out. Like I don't know what you want me to do. You're if you're just like a straight. That's not why I got into this. Like this whole entertainment system or industry that I'm currently like a huge member of that I brought like that I dominate the market share of I didn't get into this to get props from straight male bitches with dicks between their legs I don't like dicks I like the way they're funny to look at I get I get why dicks are important to society and they have an aesthetic to them that's attractive when they're hard. But when they're flopping around, they look ridiculous. And that's what's in between most males' legs, unless you have a tiny one. You just have this floppy-looking elephant trunk bouncing around in your pants. That's what you consider masculine? That's masculinity? A freaking thing that bounce that jiggles around and looks like a snake but less intimidating i don't get it i don't get the i don't get why men are considered manly for having dicks we'll get more okay i'm going on a tangent the point is is tits or get the fuck out sorry i haven't done this in a while i'm not used to being on a pulpit and talking to a camera i have not been in public for over I don't know how long it's been now, two, three weeks since I've even left my condo. It's not like, it's a house. It's weird saying my house now that I actually have, like, live in a house. I haven't lived in a house for, for, in a while. It's been a while since I've resided in a house. Up until this past year, I've lived in apartment buildings. From 2013 to 2021, I lived in apartment buildings, and I got used to that. I got used to avoiding my neighbors and never talking to any one of them. Now, I'm getting used to not talking to my neighbors in my neighborhood. That's what, that's what it's called. It's called a neighborhood, and I don't give I don't know why I moved to one of those if I don't care about my neighbors, that was weird. I, I guess I should have just lived on a isolated ranch, not a neighborhood. I want to live on a ranch. 
The only benefit to living in a neighborhood is that I'm closer to emergency services if I ever, like, lose consciousness. Consciousness. If you live on a ranch, like, ten miles out from the nearest, like, town, that sucks. It is nice to have access to medical, to health care. And that's why I support socialism and uh, socialized health care in Bernie Sanders' should have won and we should have uh we should have socialized health care um for people who can afford it i mean not for not for poor people i mean i don't mean like socializes and for everybody let's not let's not talk crazy talk i'm talking like bed like just cheaper like just okay the blockchain we got to integrate the blockchain to healthcare and make it so that we don't need to go through third parties and have middlemen in in uh, iso insulin, ivermectin should just be something you just go to the store. For. I don't know. Let's not get into that. This is not. I don't really like being like on a. I don't really. I don't. It's not one of the things I had planned to talk about. Anyway, my name is Tim Weixelbaum. If you haven't known that by now, I'm. That's what the show is called. For fuck's sake. It's a, Tim Weichselbaum show. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a demotivational speaker. I'm a far right conspiracy theorist. I'm an internet troll. I'm a hate speaker. And I'm a person who supports men's rights and peaceful protesting at the Capitol. I support Alex Jones, Joe Rogan, and the religion of Islam. I love a good Holocaust joke. I feel bad for people who can't casually joke about the Holocaust, you know? Like, I feel bad for them because they can't. They feel, like, afraid of doing that because they don't want to offend uh, Jews. Uh, Like, I was lucky to come from a family that actually survived the Holocaust so I could talk about it and offend... Who am I going to offend? Other, like... The few remaining Holocaust survivors that are in their 90s? Who, okay, um, sorry, but I came, my grandpa was one of you, and he, he's cool with me talking about it, so I don't have anyone to be, uh, who could get offended more than, than there's, I'm, I'm, it's like, I have an N-word pass for the Holocaust, bait, is what I'm saying. I could joke about it all I want. I also have an N-word pass for the N-word because I have uh, I'm self-employed, so I could base I could say the N-word whenever I want. I mean, what would happen if I did? I would get more listeners. I don't nothing. I would just not be able to post this in as many places. Big deal. Um, I guess the only reason I don't say it is because it's poor. It's in poor taste. It's just in poor taste. It's funny when other people like. Like I was in a Telegram group and this this guy was releasing this new crypto coin and like someone just kept saying the N word a bunch of times and he was just like, yeah, can you not say that? And it was, it was just fun to watch other people have to deal with it. You know, I like a little bit of chaos in my life is what I'm saying. It's like the internet provides chaos where people don't think it should be. It's like, oh, I, I want to set up a nice little room for a safe space and this is just our organization but the internet doesn't give a fuck about your safe space they want to just say the n-word all the time anyway 
But if someone came here, I don't know. I guess I'm already kind of thinking about talking about homeless people and how I don't like that they exist. But it's fine as long as they stay out of my life. Like if a homeless person just starts look like coming up to my car and using my rear my uh, side mirrors to like shoot up heroin into their jugular, like they're just using it as a mirror to just, like see what they're doing. That creates an awkward situation for me. It's like, hey, can you not overlap your existence with my better existence? Like I'm not. Yeah, if I was you, I would totally be doing what you're doing. I wouldn't care about what I thought of you if somebody was, like, judging me. But I'm not a heroin addict yet in the, at this stage in my life. So based, I'm just saying I'm okay with you not being alive. But we do need a social safety net for those people. I mean, the solution to heroin addicts is to just give them more heroin in a safe way. Don't make it so they have to like go to like a half like a sketchy drug house and like go into poverty, like go into sex trade and sex trafficking just to get heroin. Is is it, is that really necessary? No. I think some of our Medicaid, some of our tax money should go towards heroin, which it already is. I'm just, but legally, it should go to uh, street heroin to eliminate the problem, because we already have uh, fentanyl. The you know we already pre like prescribe fentanyl, and we should because it helps some people that need it. We should do the same thing for heroin. And give it in a clean way and watch it so they don't overdose until they overdose. Inevitably, it's hard to be a productive member of society when all you do is heroin. But it's, who cares? Like, it's nobody, most people are not productive. Any, like most people in life, what are, they, what are you really doing? You're just paying your bills, you're playing video games. And you make it to a certain age and you die. Might as well be doing heroin in that time. I mean, I'm just saying. You shouldn't be doing heroin if you have a good life. But if you are already addicted to heroin and that's all you want to do, I have no problem with that. And you're not any worse off as a person in my mind than somebody who works a 9 to 5. You're no better or worse than somebody who does heroin if you don't do heroin, they're all, we're all, I mean, come on, you're not better than them. I'm better than them because I, uh, because I make more money, but because I'm more smarter. Like, I'm not, like, my life is not worth more than theirs, but I, I'm just saying you should probably, like, do, if you have, uh, potential, you should at least try to reach it at some point just to say, hey, I mean, why not? I'm here. I just, I'm just starting to change my mind about how much people should expect out of life. Like, now that everyone is becoming useless compared to automation and machines that could just do your job better than a you can, like robotic lawn mowers. I don't really 
force people to try to reach their full potential unless they want to. But I don't like when people call themselves poor, even if they're actually poor. Like you could pull any audience in this, I don't know, in in this place of where I usually go. If you just ask people if they're poor, a lot of people will say, yeah, I am poor. It's like, no, you're just a millennial. You're just you're just a lazy millennial. Like all you're saying like is oh poor I'm poor. Poor you. I don't feel bad for you. Like I being broke is I get. Like I feel broke sometimes, but if you feel poor, that's just a sign that you need to get off your like you can't blame it just sounds like a victim mentality to call yourself poor. It's it's usually your fault if you're poor and if like, it's just there's always a potential to not be poor unless you're unless you're completely disabled. If you're mentally disabled or physically disabled and you can't work in any yeah okay fine you could call yourself a poor you could be poor. But then you're but then you're just then yeah we should be paying you free money to live not an act not that much not enough to go crazy and get hookers and blow but we should at least give you hookers for free just as like a tax you know another tax social program that i support i support social programs but not through the government i don't want my pussy coming from the government Obviously, we all support anyone who has half a moral compass supports sex trade and supports um, social programs that provide hookers to to go to, you know, this incels homes and fuck them. The question is, how do we implement that in a way that does not fuck up, you know, taxation and and just create a deficit, you know, make the deficit worse. We don't want to borrow the hookers from China. Not everyone's even into Chinese hookers, so we got to make it fair. It's hard to implement this type of thing, but Bernie Sanders, Andrew Yang, he would know how to do this. He is the type of candidate that I think would know how to implement the problem of of insulation incel them everyone needs to everyone you know we gotta have everyone needs sex at a certain point we need to like figure out the uber the doordash of sex work and this is really the big focus of this episode of today's episode is that's one of the focuses how do we make it more equitable how do we make it more equal for everybody to get access to pussy. Because all the chads at the top are getting all 90% of pussy. Meanwhile, the bottom 90% gets nothing. Nothing. It's the same as equity. It's the same as inequality of wealth. All the billionaires at the top are having the most fun and they're just getting all the pussy. Not even figuratively, it's just it's the same men. It's the men who are chads and the men who are just rich enough to afford it are sailing to the fucking Atlantic, banging, 
doing coke, not a lot of heroin in, in yachts. Because if you're on a yacht, it's either one or the other. It's like cocaine, that goes with the ocean, but heroin, you're, too, you're nodding off. That doesn't go good with, with boats. When you're on a boat, you don't want to do heroin because then you just get nauseous. So I'm, I, I, I have it pretty goddamn good. People would suck a thousand dicks to be me, but I'm used to it. I really, I got used to my life. Like I've been, I got used to not having to work like fucking five years ago. Even if you're a billionaire, you get bored of life. But that doesn't mean I'd not want to be a billionaire, dude. So far, as, as far as I know, uh, uh, a zero account a total of zero billionaires have ever committed suicide since the history of the world you don't hear about a lot of billionaires committing suicide like jeff epstein was not a billionaire he was almost a billionaire and he may have killed himself but that's because his bank accounts are probably frozen he didn't kill himself as a free man and then there's the John McAfee case. He got suicided. He was a multimillionaire, but he didn't have his freedom. Otherwise, there's no fucking way he would have killed himself if he did indeed kill himself. That's the only reason a millionaire would kill themselves if they don't have access to their millions of dollars. Dude, because it's I don't care how depressed you are. The first thing you're going to do before you kill yourself is spend your millions of dollars on something retarded and then kill yourself. Like, spend it on a bazooka. Spend it. Just do fucking buy heroin. Buy a brick of heroin and then kill yourself, dude. Buy a whole... I don't get it, dude. I would If I was a suicidal millionaire... Of course I'm gonna fucking buy a bunch of whores and bring them with me to the fucking grave. I would be, I would be a, a mass murderer for one day and then kill myself. Because not a serial killer. That would take longer. Just a mass murderer for 24 hours we'll see how long it goes just the second i figure out that i'm gonna it's not gonna last i don't have enough money to keep doing it then you kill yourself and it's i don't know man there's nothing there's a reason most people who kill themselves with a gun do it by suicide like most gun violence or gun deaths are suicide i learned because I was in a Reddit thread that was like a about they were debating uh, gun control and and when it comes down to it, people just are afraid of guns. That's why they don't want them to exist. They think if we ban guns, then criminals won't have guns. But it doesn't. Who cares about criminals having guns? Most people don't even die from guns. Criminals with guns who die from guns. Most people who die from guns are just people who blow their fucking brains out. So they would, who cares about them? They was, I'm pro-suicide anyway, so that doesn't even really factor into the equation of gun control. If you want to shoot yourself with a gun, that's fucking freedom. 
that's what we're here for. That's the freedom of being alive is that you get to end it whenever you want. With a, That's the most American thing ever is blowing your brains out with a gun. So <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking people are dumb, dude. People are just afraid of guns. We don't understand how they work. It's like, you better get training so you don't accidentally do something with you. Yeah, fuck off. You should get training if you're so afraid of them. I'm proud to be an American who doesn't need to get training before buying a fucking $10,000 worth of ammunition. That's my right, and it's your right to move the fuck to a different country where they are afraid of guns. Okay? But the point is, is I have a lot of things that I'm grateful for, and people would suck a... It would be very happy to have... what Like, people are in the rat race still and like I'm not and like they would kill to be in my position where they could just talk shit on a podcast but that so that puts me in this position where I have to like tell people why I don't want to live with them like why I don't want to rent out one of my open rooms that I don't use it's well it's it's tough to explain well I'm sorry that I have my life figured out already and I'm not in the stage of my life where I'm able to live with other straight dudes. But I'm sorry that you're not a hot... Like, the only reason I would live or allow somebody to live here is if they're... I've already gone over this. Is if they're a chick that's hot, that's bangable, and is willing to fuck me in the time that they're here. Like, at least once a fuck, like, whenever I want to, essentially, just be my sex... Be in a submissive sex position, which we'll get it more into later. Basically, allow me to, to dominate them sexually, and it would only be for like a month max. That's if we get along very well. It'd be yeah. So like when people go like, "Hey man, uh, I see that you got like a fucking you got a house with a bunch of bedrooms they don't use. Are you looking? Would you consider renting?" As I, I go well. I don't know why I would be looking to do that. Maybe just for company. I would do it for a couple weeks just for the company. I don't know, man. I want a big. I want a bigger house, and I want to use it even less than I use this one. And I want to keep this one too, but have addition. See, that's the next thing that I'm thinking about. Is now that I got a house with cars and like like what else. The next thing I need is more of this, of just a bigger house, another one. That's the next step is when you get to say that you have multiple homes. That's what puts you into another social class that people will start to hate me more because that's what I'm chasing. I'm chasing hate. I'm chasing resentment. That's what I get off on is people hating me and being jealous of me for having multiple homes i'm sorry but that's kind of what i that's what i like so i went through no nut november i did like 90 days of of no nut november which is three times as long as november the month lasts just to see what would happen and I finally decided to just test out my dick to see if it would even still work. 
Because it's like you're not supposed to like not come for three months, and like that's just really like gums up the works. Like all that cum just pumping through your prostate, it's excessive. Where where does it go? So it's like let's just fucking make sure it's because I'm after a certain point I won't even be able to use my dick anymore as I get older. What am I doing just being like a eunuch? Why, like, fucking use it while you got it, dude. You, you, the fact that I could still get hard at the fucking drop of a whistle, that's something I should, like, why am I just letting that go to waste? Because, of course, you're going to get older and you have to use Viagra. Like, nah, fuck, yeah. So I was like, well, I was impressed. Like, this dick, this is a good, This is, I'm glad I have a good dick that looks big compared to my body. You know, like, that's a good thing. I get why women complain that they're women and like and don't have a dick. Um, I came, I, like, after I came, I realized the whole uh, No Not November thing was stupid, dude. Like, I learned nothing. It just made me think about sex a lot more, and it made me more of a simp than I was before, and it made me want to pursue women which is a waste of time. Uh, I went through that three-month period going like, okay, how do I, what do I do to get a woman? I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And now after just blowing my load once, it's like, well, that's it? That's all I wanted? Just two seconds of pleasure? All that thought and time down the drain? For something that is that superficial? Oh my. Like I can't imagine. Getting into a relationship. And like. Having to deal with. A woman. Being around. Constantly. Just because they. I get to fuck them every once in a while. I'm not. I. I. That's why they call it post-nut clarity is because you really you just instantaneously you just go, well, that was, that was stupid. So I'm no longer a simp. And uh, I don't know, man. Like, I've been staying in quite a long... I've been... I, I don't... I'm not used to talking, dude. I need to get... I need to get my dick out there, dude. I haven't been able to express myself creatively... Because it's tax season, and I, I like, I, I, my taxes are complicated. So making sure that I pay my taxes correctly is the most important thing in my life right now. Like I got the rest of my life to go to open mics and you know compete with twenty-something-year-olds for for a measly amount of stage. To, like what the fuck is the that's for people who don't have money. That's for people who don't know what it's like to have money in the bank. That's who does creative stuff. Say, like, how do I? Like, what a bunch of losers! That's why you, you never see like Jeff Bezos at an open mic. You never see like mil, like people who have a yacht all of a sudden have to go to a fucking open mic. To talk shit about how bad their life is. Because they don't have bad lives. 
I do miss it though, because it is like it is. It's fun as fuck to talk shit on stage if you're good at it. That's another reason you don't see Jeff Bezos at open mics is because he's probably not that funny. He's not the funniest guy in the world. There are fucking loser open micers that are funnier than the richest person in the world. Elon Musk is not that he's not the funniest person. He's not that funny. He just tweets, he just regurgitates other people's memes. So it is so the, the there's something to be said about having the skill of comedy or humor which most people don't have. Most ugh, there are very few people that I think are funny, dude. So and I'm one of them. And I don't even think I'm that funny, and I'm probably like one of the funniest people I've ever met. So what does that tell you about about my ego? Well, nothing, because I'm right. Other people have told me I'm funny too, and they're and I go, I go, yeah, yeah, I know. I've I've known that since I was like a fucking child. I don't need you to tell me that I'm funny. You think I'm? You think I'm that fucking self? Flagulatory? You think I'm like what is the like that my my sta- my self esteem is that low that I don't know that I'm funny? Like I'm just doing it because I'm because I've nothing. Ooh, I'm just, I don't know, man. I I do miss the feeling of going on stage and and being the freedom of being able to just talk about pretty much any subject as long as it's funny and knowing that you're doing a good job. And getting off stage and avoiding people because you like it's just awkward. Even if you do well, it's awkward to have people to go. To, I like to just get the fuck to the back. I go to the back of the room because I know that people are gonna like acknowledge, like, "Oh, you did a good job." It's like, yeah, but so what? I could have done even better. I'm never that satisfied. Like even if I do a good job, I I'm very hard. I always go, yeah, I sh- I could have done better. So anyway, tax season, like I I gotta pay my taxes, dude. Like I don't give a f- like. I got I, if I have to sell one of my cars, God forbid, that would be a mild inconvenience, dude. So so back to financial financial advice that I I like to give people financial advice even if they don't ask for it because then they could sue me if I give them bad financial advice and then uh I'll counter sue them for taking it seriously and they'll be well I wasn't fine those are anything I say on this podcast is a joke unless it's a threat or financial advice if it's something you could defa- like if it's something you could I don't know dude. I'm not I don't know what I'm talking about dude but I bought an expensive car last year that was such a dumb idea dude I, I, everything comes down to money for me these days and like I don't know man I'm becoming a very I'm becoming a Jew in the most stereotypical sense but not in the sense that I care about where every little penny goes like I don't care if I lose a couple grand if it's worth the fun like somebody called me a Jew in like the most 
stereo the most offensive way you could be called a Jew is when they think you're being cheap. Like I was saying to this fucking random dumb guy that I didn't like spending money on alcohol because it just doesn't feel worth the money. Like you're spending like $100 possibly in one night just to get drunk. And I and he was like, "Oh no, you're just you're just that's just the Jew in you saying that." I was like, no, I'm pretty sure that is a reasonable thing to not want to spend my. I was like, "Yeah, just because I'm a fucking Jew that I don't like spending a hundred dollars." But I guess it is kind of worth it to spend that much if you get the enjoyment out of it because life is short and like you should want to spend money that you acquire if you're single if you don't have a family and you don't if you don't have anybody to supersede you to take over after you're dead what are you saving money for it's just gonna go to fucking nobody like i know some people who are afraid to spend money i i regret spending money on stupid stupid stuff but it's all proportional to how much i also made if i only spend like one percent of my earnings on something stupid okay but if i spend 20 percent like with this car i bought this tesla model fucking s plaid uh which was $140,000, and it just sits in my garage, and that thing's more expensive than some people's homes. I mean, it'd have to be a shitty home. <laughs> it's not that big of a, not that nice of a house if it's only 140 k But that's a lot for me to spend on, like, a fucking car, and I'm afraid to drive it because uh, any damage would cost a lot to fix, and it just feels more of a liability than a than a worthwhile asset so i'm probably going to trade it in for a cheaper one just because i'm not a fucking millionaire i don't have 10 million dollars in the bank to justify having a a one hundred and forty thousand dollar car so that's where you, you gotta like weigh your option do i was that something i could really afford i don't know doesn't feel like it yet but i'm glad i left chicago that fucking shithole of a town i like the architecture that's the one thing i miss but i left i literally i escaped before the whole vaccine bullshit happened we have to get a vax card to get into strip clubs to have sex with loose women i mean i'm glad i got out of there because like I don't know, I was just a fucking shithole, dude. And like The only thing I miss about it is the is the architecture with the specifically the Trump Hotel, which was right in the middle of the skyline. You couldn't avoid seeing his big fucking those big letters. Anytime you're downtown near the river, which is the most scenic part of the skyline, you saw the Trump Tower. I don't know, man. The only thing that I miss is that it was easier to impress women and get laid 
because I was one of the more established. I mean, not really. It's all like I was a nobody there, but I was cocky in the sense that I could at least get comfortable. I was comfortable enough to do well at comedy just by whenever I wanted to impress. Like if I wanted to impress somebody, I could pretty much do that whenever I wanted to, if there was a reason to impress somebody. So it's easier to get laid because women like seeing men that are respected by other men. And uh, But I don't care about that anymore. I don't care about getting laid at right now. I could, like, I'd honestly rather just look at fortune. I'd rather just jerk off to my own thoughts. I say that now. I mean, I guess maybe it just, it's hard to get the, Whatever, I don't care about sex, dude. I I could just, if I did, I would go out more. I don't know, man. I miss the days that I wasn't alive, the fifties, the seventies, before people were afraid of uh, serial killers. When you could just drive up to a fucking group of women and just tell them to get in your car, and they would because. There's no such thing as serial killers yet. Now you have to actually do like this song and dance and prove that you're not a creep to get laid. It's not that's not really worth it. Like getting laid isn't that fun for what you have to spend socially. The social currency that it takes is not worth it in the end. So I'm sorry, but porn wins. Sex styles win. So Japanese culture is correct. Those people that, like those incels in Japan that are just so fucking, like, socially awkward to get laid, they're not missing out on much, dude. They got it figured out, dude. Those body pillows, that's better than women these days. I'm not being sexist. It's true. It's not sexist. Hey, I'm sorry. It's true that body pillows are probably, in the end, you're getting something. It's it's, the real one. It's it's better. But I do want to get my younger brother laid. He is an autistic incel even more than me. He's even shorter than me and less confident and he doesn't have a network to draw from to get laid like I do. I am a fucking stand-up comedian who could just go out and talk about whatever makes women laugh. I don't know. It was not that I would give a fuck to do that. But if I did, I could just go out there and like make get laid if I wanted to. Or go to like a fucking honky-tonk bar and like do the song and dance and be like, and just fuck some drunk woman, and and that and it wouldn't be that hard. Even like, it just takes the right kind of uh, input. I don't give a fuck. I'm in my thirties. I'm old. I've seen it all. Um, I don't. I don't want anything to do with that. But I want to, to get good at. I want to get into the swing of it again. To get my brother laid by a so just to help him out. I already got life figured out. Life is great for, like, but I want to, I'm just, I, I just want to be an old dude who bitches about life. I don't want to participate anymore. It's boring. I've done it all. I've 
seen it all. I, I've I've hung out with the right the amount of people. I want I just want to sit back, drink martinis at the beach, and have a harem. Have like my own brothel, which is kind of what I'm planning on doing. Not not a brothel, but like a comedy club. I'm going to start a comedy club where it's like you it's like where i own it's like having your own brothel kind of because you could it's it, it feeds your ego i don't know some ultimate jewy thing to do is is own your own comedy club it's like well i couldn't do i wasn't good enough to be a performer so i'm just going to use my jew iq to just fucking start a business in show business and then and then people suck your dick literally to get on stage and like there's nothing wrong with that but we need communism to happen already dude some my life is too easy under capitalism like i'm sick of getting paid more for working hard that's not fair to people who don't like to work like think about that like oh you have it so good because you are a hard worker oh that's that you think that makes you deserve more money just because you work harder, you piece of shit? No. Oh, just because you thought of something and you're the first one to do it and you did it, you executed it successfully that you think you deserve to make enough money to not be in the rat race, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. Just because he was the first one to start Ford Motors, he doesn't get to not have to fuck. He doesn't get to live in a mansion. So we need to do something about that. I'm such. I'm a 32 year old boomer, dude. I love baby boomers, dude. I drive a Miata convertible with an automatic transmission because I like my life to just be easy. I like to listen to yacht rock, 24 seven. Uh, I, I like things to be delivered to me, so I don't really like, I don't really ever use my Miata unless it's just to take a fucking cruise, um, but I like getting shit delivered, I like DoorDash, I'm, I'm, I'm so addicted to delivery, to just the services that are offered on your phone these days that you could just get shit delivered, and that brings me back to the original point I made, which is why is pussy so magical that you still can't get it on your phone? Why the fuck do I have to go to some sketchy website like the 90s, use my fucking computer? I gotta sign up on some website to find sex workers? absolutely ridiculous dude it should be exactly like uber it should be no different than that you have a rating you have a profile it tells you your rate it tells you if you're not a creep it shows your picture it says okay he's been with 300 other fucking whores and he was respectful he got five stars except for one who was a bitch okay so you're not afraid so you trust me same with the fucking prostitute. I see that she's got 5,000 reviews. 
It's like, okay, she's not going to rob me. She's legit. It's just this big, it's this big tech fucking oligarchy that just wants to censor me from making my own app from the app store from not being the fucking first billionaire to create the DoorDash to whores, the Uber of sex work. The fuck, it's fucking ridiculous that just because of big tech censorship that I can't just get a hooker to come to my fucking front door in two fucking minutes. Fucking baloney. So I, I'm just be. I'm just gonna start it. My. I'm just gonna start the next billion dollar app out of sheer sexual frustration, not because I particularly give a fuck about the billion dollars that it's gonna make me. I'm gonna put it right back into the business. I'm gonna make a commercial just to tell you that I don't give a fuck if you use it. I don't even give a fuck if you use it. I'm going to do it just for myself. To get my own rocks off. Just to come on my own fucking... Just to fucking empty my own fucking testicles. And I'll have a commercial that says, Yeah, it exists. You can use it. But I don't give a... This commercial's not even making me money. Uh, we made a net loss of negative $50 million this quarter. But I... That's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it just as a fuck you to big tech. And to tell you that I'm getting laid. And that you're fucking... I don't need your fucking bullshit. I don't need to participate in society anymore. I figured it out. I made my own fucking sex app. Made my own dating app. It's better than fucking dating apps. It goes straight to the fucking pussy. It skips the bullshit. And what the fuck is wrong with that? Nothing. And since I'm such a genius, it would do what dating apps do too. It would have that all rolled into one app. It's like, oh, do you want to just fuck? Or do you want to fuck? And maybe also... Have them stick around for a couple weeks. Oh, is that so fucking hard to think of that? Hey, I got a fucking house. Okay, so you can fuck me in the master bedroom. And then you could sleep in the fucking other room. And you could leave whenever you want. I'm not paying you extra. That's just if you want to have a place to sleep. Why is that so hard? Oh, it's because the app store doesn't allow sex work and because it's illegal? Fucking suck my dick. Shouldn't be... Sex work shouldn't be illegal. What the fuck is it illegal for? What the fuck kind of bullshit is that? What kind of conspiracy? How is the government making money off this? That's all... They... They're obviously in cahoots with the dating apps, with the society at large that makes it so you want to have to get married or some shit. What, what the, what the fuck does, excuse my French, 
does the government care if I pay somebody to fuck me through an app, which uh, there would be no stigma. There'd be so much less stigma if it was just through an app. I would still not like it if there was like somebody who has like 7,000 other clients. I would still want some exclusivity, but that's you would, that would just cost more. Big deal. That's, that's just how it would work. So I'm giving this knowledge away for free on how, to, how the app would work. Doesn't mean it's worth money to hear it because you got to execute it properly. It's all in the execution, dude. The, the idea itself, everyone's thought of that. And this brings me to, the, to my next topic. I mean, I don't want to go long on this episode. I'm, I've, I'm already fucking exhausted <laughs> of awkwardly meandering through this episode. But I do have one more just fucking brilliant idea. Which I'm going to reveal. It's called Coomercoin. It's a revolutionary new blockchain that uh, uses proof of orgasm to secure the network. So there are millions of gallons of unspent cum that gets thrown into the garbage can or just thrown into their, your washing machine for what? Nothing. All these fucking poor men just jerking off all day. And what do they get from it? So my idea is to make it so you could profit as a miner by filming yourself coming multiple times a day and just let that army of coomers go to work and uh, we would pay them. You would get paid a small amount or however much coom coin, you know, just like Bitcoin. Bitcoin miners get paid Bitcoin for mining. Same exact thing. Except you would get paid by unique orgasm. You'd have to somehow prove that this is my unique orgasm. The network would have to somehow figure out how to prevent cheaters, of course. I don't want people faking orgasms or submitting the same orgasm twice. But that's how it would work. That's the basic idea, is that instead of proof of work by computers doing all the work, we would enlist this army of sleeper cells to fucking jerk off and make money from home. By filming, but yeah, it's a little awkward that you'd have to film yourself doing it, but I don't know how else to do it. I, don't, I haven't figured out the exact technology, but this would, this would transcend social class. You'd be able to do it in any country, all you need is a basic phone with internet and your dick would make you money and the you'd be a you'd, it would solve poverty I would be the I would be a billionaire genius hanging out with Jeff Bezos at the same parties because I like going to parties with boomers and uh hey I, I would I'm the first one to think of this so all it takes next is is uh, is fucking doing it, is assembling a team that I would pay, of course, in Coomcoin. I would not pay them in U.S. dollars because 
I'm not retarded. That would be the that would be the smartest thing to do is pay them in this worthless currency. But it would hopefully become worthwhile, and they would who knows? It'd be like Facebook. The earliest people that get paid in Coomcoin would be worth millions of dollars because they would have the most, you know, the earliest to get in are usually the most biggest to benefit. We just gotta iron out how it would work, you know. Because there's, there's, that's the next fucking, it would be energy efficient because we're not using CPUs to, we're not using electricity, baby. This is all biomechanical. This is fucking, it just pisses me off that I'm the first to be this fucking smart sometimes. It's just, sometimes it's just being, it's just annoying sometimes being the best at something, being in the top 1%, I need to be humbled pretty soon. I need I need to meet another genius pretty soon here. I'm tired of being the only one in the fucking neighborhood. And when someone gets pressured to resign from their job due to sexual harassment, it's not because they fucking committed sexual harassment. It's because they they stopped being valuable to the company. If you're an asset to your company, it should be worth the lawsuits and bad publicity to keep you there despite the sexual harassment. Sexual harassment is fucking natural. Every man in a position of power is going to fucking abuse their power, dude. The universe has been working that way since pussy and dicks were invented. So the reason John Lasseter had to step down from Pixar is not because he made some inappropriate jokes that made some interns uncomfortable. It's because Car 2 fucking flopped. Cars 2 only made like $200 million. That's horrible for Pixar, dude. It didn't matter that he was a little bit, he made some sex jokes, some bullshit like that, dude. I've been sexually harassed by like gay men. And that's even worse than being sexually harassed in a uh, heterosexual kind of way because if I took them up on it, I'd be gay. I would feel gay for the rest of my life. Some woman sexually harassed me. I was like, "Okay, at least that's fucking hetero. At least I'm not at least I'm straight if I take them up on it." Fucking hey, dude. I used to think 40-year-olds were old as fuck, but they're only 10 years older than 30-year-olds who are basically still 20-something-year-olds. You know, 29 is only a year less than 30, and 10 years above that, you're 40. And life really does accelerate as you get older. So, like, you really are capable. Like, high school and college really is the peak of most people's lives so it's really hard to make something interesting out of the rest of your life after that it really really isn't anything that happens after high school and college so it makes me feel better when i think about all the cool stuff i'm not doing you know it's like who like okay i'm not doing anything with my life big deal dude fucking you made it dude the fact that i'm just not struggling is a fucking win but 
I do miss going out and killing the open mics and doing comedy. I just wish that I didn't have to drive so far and like wait fucking two hours to maybe get stage time. You know, I guess that's the problem is I gotta like it gets easier and easier as you become more established because then you know everyone who runs something. He's like, oh hey, can I get a few minutes on this show? Blah blah blah. But I, I don't know, man. I need to keep doing it because I'm not dead. You know, so fucking that's me encouraging myself to be a fucking genius. Yeah, uh, something. I want to be a, a continue. I'm going to be, I mean, this is not financial advice. But everything I just said about Coomcoin is going to be your fucking reality. And you better mark my words. And if you're listening to this and if you know how to, if you're a genius networking engineer who knows how to integrate semen into the work working ecosystem of a, of networking you know my name find me on linkedin baby